Section 41 of Shelley, Selected Poems and Prose. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Leonard Wilson. Section 41. The Triumph of Life. Swift as a spirit hastening to his task of glory and of good, the sun sprang forth rejoicing in his splendor, and the mask of darkness fell from the awakened earth. The smokeless altars of the mountain snows flamed above crimson clouds, and at the birth of light the ocean's orison arose, to which the birds tempered their matin lay. All flowers in field or forest which unclose their trembling eyelids to the kiss of day, swinging their censers in the element with orient incense lit by the new ray, burned slow and inconsumably and sent their odorous sighs up to the smiling air, and in succession due did continent, isle, ocean, and all things that in them wear the form and character of mortal mould, rise as the sun their father rose, to bear their portion of the toil, which he of old took as his own, and then imposed on them. But I, whom thoughts which must remain untold, had kept as wakeful as the stars that gem the cone of night. Now they were laid asleep, stretched my faint limbs beneath the hoary stem which an old chestnut flung athwart the steep of a green apennine. Before me fled the night, behind me rose the day. The deep was at my feet, and heaven above my head when a strange trance over my fancy grew, which was not slumber, for the shade it spread was so transparent that the scene came through as clear as when a veil of light is drawn or evening hills they glimmer. And I knew that I had felt the freshness of that dawn bathe in the same cold dew my brow and hair, and sat as thus upon that slope of lawn under the selfsame bough and heard as there the birds, the fountains, and the ocean hold a sweet talk and music through the enamoured air. And then a vision on my brain was rolled. As in that trance of wondrous thought I lay, this was the tenor of my waking dream. Methought I sat beside a public way, thick-strewn with summer dust, and a great stream of people there was hurrying to and fro, numerous as gnats upon the evening gleam, all hastening onward. Yet none seemed to know whither he went, or whence he came, or why he made one of the multitude, and so was born amid the crowd, as through the sky one of the million leaves of summer's beer. Old age and youth manhood and infancy mixed in one mighty torrent did appear some flying from the thing they feared and some seeking the object of another's fear and others as with steps towards the tomb poured on the trodden worms that crawled beneath and others mournfully within the gloom of their own shadow walked and called it death and some fled from it as it were a ghost, half fainting in the affliction of vain breath. But more, with motions which each other crossed, 
pursued or shunned the shadows the clouds threw or birds within the noonday ether lost upon that path where flowers never grew and weary with vain toil and faint for thirst heard not the fountains whose melodious dew out of their mossy cells forever burst nor felt the breeze which from the forest told of grassy paths and woodlawns interspersed with overarching elms and caverns cold and violet banks where sweet dreams brood but they pursued their serious folly as of old and as i gazed methought that in the way the throng grew wilder as the woods of june when the south wind shakes the extinguished day and a cold glare intenser than the noon but icy cold obscured with blinding light the sun as he the stars like the young moon when on the sunlit limits of the night her white shell trembles amid crimson air and whilst the sleeping tempest gathers might doth as the herald of its coming bear the ghost of its dead mother whose dim form bends in dark ether from her infant's chair so came a chariot on the silent storm of its own rushing splendour and a shape so sat within as one whom years deform beneath a dusky hood and double cape crouching within the shadow of a tomb and o'er what seemed the head a cloud-like crape was bent a dun and faint ethereal gloom tempering the light upon the chariot beam a janus visaged shadow did assume the guidance of that wonder-winged team the shapes which drew it in thick lightnings were lost i heard alone on the air's soft stream the music of their ever-moving wings all the four faces of that charioteer had their eyes banded little profit brings speed in the van and blindness in the rear nor then avail the beams that quench the sun or that with banded eyes could pierce the sphere of all that is has been or will be done so ill was the car guided that it passed with solemn speed majestically on the crowd gave way and i arose aghast or seemed to rise so mighty was the trance and saw like clouds upon the thunder-blast the million with fierce song and maniac dance raging around such seemed the jubilee as when to greet some conqueror's advance imperial rome poured forth her living sea from senate-house and forum and theatre when upon the free had bound a yoke which soon they stooped to bear nor wanted here the just similitude of a triumphal pageant for where'er the chariot rolled a captive multitude was driven all those who had grown old in power or misery all who had their age subdued by action or by suffering and whose hour was drained to its last sand in weal or woe so that the trunk survived both fruit and flower all those whose fame or infamy must grow till the great winter lay the form and name of this green earth with them for ever low all but the sacred few who could not tame their spirits to the conquerors 
but as soon as they had touched the world with living flame fled back like eagles to their native noon for those who put aside the diadem of earthly thrones or gems were there of athens or jerusalem were neither mid the mighty captives seen nor mid the ribald crowd that followed them nor those who went before fierce and obscene the wild dance maddens in the van and those who lead it fleet as shadows on the green outspeed the chariot and without repose mix with each other in tempestuous measure to savage music wilder as it grows they tortured by their agonizing pleasure convulsed and on the rapid whirlwind spun of that fierce spirit whose unholy leisure was soothed by mischief since the world begun throw back their heads and loose their streaming hair and in their dance round her who dims the sun maidens and youths fling their wild arms in air as their feet twinkle they recede and now bending within each other's atmosphere kindle invisibly and as they glow like moths by light attracted and repelled oft to their bright destruction come and go till like two clouds into one veil impelled that shake the mountains when their lightnings mingle and die in rain the fiery band which held their natures snaps while the shock still may tingle one falls and then another in the path senseless nor is the desolation single yet ere i can say where the chariot hath passed over them nor other trace i find but as of foam after the ocean's wrath is spent upon the desert shore behind old men and women foully disarrayed shake their gray hairs in the insulting wind and follow in the dance with limbs decayed seeking to reach the light which leaves them still farther behind and deeper in the shade but not the less with impotence of will they wheel though ghastly shadows interpose round them and round each other and fulfil their work and in the dust from whence they rose sink and corruption veils them as they lie and past in these performs what in those struck to the heart by this sad pageantry half to myself i said and what is this whose shape is that within the car and why i would have added is all here amiss but a voice answered life i turned and knew oh heaven have mercy on such wretchedness that what i thought was an old root which grew to strange distortion out of the hillside was indeed one of those deluded crew and that the grass which methought hung so wide and white was but his thin discoloured hair and that the holes he vainly sought to hide were or had been eyes if thou canst forbear to join the dance which i had well forborne said the grim feature of my thought aware i will unfold that which to this deep scorn led me and my companions and relate the progress of the pageant since the morn if thirst of knowledge shall not then abate follow it thou even to the night but i am weary 
then like one who with the weight of his own words is staggered wearily he paused and ere he could resume i cried first who art thou before thy memory i feared loved hated suffered did and died and if the spark with which heaven lit my spirit had been with purer nutriment supplied corruption would not now thus much inherit of what was once rousseau nor this disguise stain that which ought to have disdained to wear it if i have been extinguished yet there rise a thousand beacons from the spark i bore and who are those chained to the car the wise the great the unforgotten they who wore mitres and helms and crowns or wreaths of light signs of thought's empire over thought their lore taught them not this to know themselves their might could not repress the mystery within and for the morn of truth they feigned deep night caught them ere evening who is he with chin upon his breast and hands crossed on his chain the child of a fierce hour he sought to win the world and lost all that it did contain of greatness in its hope destroyed and more of fame and peace than virtue's self can gain without the opportunity which bore him on its eagle pinions to the peak from which a thousand climbers have before fallen as napoleon fell i felt my cheek alter to see the shadow pass away whose grasp had left the giant world so weak that every pygmy kicked it as it lay and much i grieved to think how power and will in opposition rule our mortal day and why god made irreconcilable good and the means of good and for despair i half disdained mine eyes desire to fill with the spent vision of the times that were and scarce have ceased to be dost thou behold said my guide those spoilers spoiled voltaire frederick and paul catherine and leopold and hoary anarchs demagogues and sage names which the world thinks always old for in the battle life and they did wage she remained conqueror i was overcome by my own heart alone which neither age nor tears nor infamy nor now the tomb could temper to its object let them pass i cried the world and its mysterious doom is not so much more glorious than it was that i desire to worship those who drew new figures on its false and fragile glass as the old faded figures ever new rise on the bubble paint them as you may we have but thrown as those before us threw our shadows on it as it passed away but mark how chained to the triumphal chair the mighty phantoms of an elder day all that is mortal of great plato there expiates the joy and woe his master knew not the star that ruled his doom was far too fair 
and life where long that flower of heaven grew not conquered that heart by love which gold or pain or age or sloth or slavery could subdue not and near him walk the twain the tutor and his pupil whom dominion followed as tame as vulture in a chain the world was darkened beneath either pinion of him whom from the flock of conquerors fame singled out for her thunder-bearing minion the other long outlived both woes and wars throned in the thoughts of men and still had kept the jealous key of truth's eternal doors if bacon's eagle spirit had not leapt like lightning out of darkness he compelled the proteus shape of nature as it slept to wake and lead him to the caves that held the treasure of the secrets of its reign see the great bards of elder time who quelled the passions which they sung as by their strain may well be known their living melody tempers its own contagion to the vein of those who are infected with it i have suffered what i wrote or viler pain and so my words have seeds of misery even as the deeds of others not as theirs and then he pointed to a company midst whom i quickly recognized the heirs of caesar's crime from him to constantine the anarch's chiefs whose force and murderous snares had founded many a sceptre-bearing line and spread the plague of gold and blood abroad and gregory and john and men divine who rose like shadows between man and god till that eclipse still hanging over heaven was worshipped by the world o'er which they strode for the true sun it quenched their power was given but to destroy replied the leader i am one of those who have created even if it be but a world of agony whence camest thou and whither goest thou how did thy course begin i said and why mine eyes are sick of this perpetual flow of people and my heart sick of one sad thought speak whence i am i partly seem to know and how and by what paths i have been brought to this dread pass methinks even thou mayst guess why this should be my mind can compass not whither the conqueror hurries me still less but follow thou and from spectator turn actor or victim in this wretchedness and what thou wouldst be taught i then may learn from thee now listen in the april prime when all the forest tips began to burn with kindling green touched by the azure clime of the young season i was laid asleep under a mountain which from unknown time had yawned into a cavern high and deep and from it came a gentle rivulet whose water like clear air in its calm sweep bent the soft grass and kept forever wet the stems of the sweet flowers and filled the grove with sounds which whoso hears must needs forget all pleasure and all pain 
all hate and love which they had known before that hour of rest a sleeping mother then would dream not of her only child who died upon the breast at eventide a king would mourn no more the crown of which his brows were dispossessed when the sun lingered o'er his ocean floor to gild his rival's new prosperity thou wouldst forget thus vainly to deplore ills which if ills can find no cure from thee the thought of which no other sleep will quell nor other music blot from memory so sweet and deep is the oblivious spell and whether life had been before that sleep the heaven which i imagine or a hell like this harsh world in which i woke to weep i know not i arose and for a space the scene of woods and waters seemed to keep though it was now broad day a gentle trace of light diviner than the common sun sheds on the common earth and all the place was filled with magic sounds woven into one oblivious melody confusing sense amid the gliding waves and shadows dun and as i looked the bright omnipresence of morning through the orient cavern flowed and the sun's image radiantly intense burned on the waters of the well that glowed like gold and threaded all the forest maze with winding paths of emerald fire there stood amid the sun as he amid the blaze of his own glory on the vibrating floor of the fountain paved with flashing rays a shape all light which with one hand did fling dew on the earth as if she were the dawn and the invisible rain did ever sing a silver music on the mossy lawn and still before me on the dusky grass iris her many-coloured scarf had drawn in her right hand she bore a crystal glass mantling with bright nepenthe the fierce splendour fell from her as she moved under the mass of the deep cavern and with palms so tender their tread broke not the mirror of its billow glided along the river and did bend her head under the dark boughs till like a willow her fair hair swept the bosom of the stream that whispered with delight to be its pillow as one enamoured is upborne in dream o'er lily-paven lakes mid silver mist to wondrous music so this shape might seem partly to tread the waves with feet which kissed the dancing foam partly to glide along the air which roughened the moist amethyst or the faint morning beams that fell among the trees or the soft shadows of the trees and her feet ever to the ceaseless song of leaves and winds and waves and birds and bees and falling drops moved in a measure new yet sweet as on the summer evening breeze up from the lake a shape of golden dew between two rocks athwart the rising moon dances in the wind where never eagle flew and still her feet no less than the sweet tune to which they moved seemed as they moved to blot the thoughts of him who gazed on them and soon all that was seemed as if it had been not 
and all the gazer's mind was strewn beneath her feet like embers and she thought by thought trampled its sparks into the dust of death as day upon the threshold of the east treads out the lamps of night until the breath of darkness re-illumine even the least of heaven's living eyes like day she came making the night a dream and ere she ceased to move as one between desire and shame suspended i said if as it doth seem thou comest from the realm without a name into this valley of perpetual dream show whence i came and where i am and why pass not upon the passing stream arise and quench thy thirst was her reply and as a shut lily stricken by the wand of dewy morning's vital alchemy i arose and bending at her sweet command touched with faint lips the cup she raised and suddenly my brain became as sand where the first wave had more than half erased the track of deer on desert labrador whilst the wolf from which they fled amazed leaves his stamp visibly upon the shore until the second bursts so on my sight burst a new vision never seen before and the fair shape waned in the coming light as veil by veil the silent splendour drops from lucifer amid the chrysolite of sunrise ere it tinged the mountain-tops and as the presence of that fairest planet although unseen is felt by one who hopes that his day's path may end as he began it in that star's smile whose light is like the scent of a jonquil when evening breezes fan it or the soft note in which his dear lament the brescian shepherd breathes or the caress that turned his weary slumber to content so knew i in that light's severe excess the presence of that shape which on the stream moved as i moved along the wilderness more dimly than a day appearing dream the host of a forgotten form of sleep a light of heaven whose half-extinguished beam through the sick day in which we wake to weep glimmers forever sought forever lost so did that shape its obscure tenor keep beside my path as silent as a ghost but the new vision and the cold bright car with solemn speed and stunning music crossed the forest and as if from some dread war triumphantly returning the loud million fiercely extolled the fortune of her star a moving arch of victory the vermilion and green and azure plumes of iris had built high over her wind-winged pavilion and underneath ethereal glory clad the wilderness and far below her flew the tempest of the splendour which forbade shadow to fall from leaf and stone the crew seemed in that light like atomies to dance within a sunbeam some upon the new embroidery of flowers that did enhance the grassy vesture of the desert played forgetful of the chariot's swift advance 
others stood gazing till within the shade of the great mountain its light left them dim others outspeeded it and others made circles around it like the clouds that swim round the high moon in a bright sea of air and more did follow with exulting him the chariot and the captives fettered there but all like bubbles on an eddying flood fell into the same track at last and were borne onward i among the multitude was swept me sweetest flowers delayed not long me not the shadow nor the solitude me not that falling stream's lethean song me not the phantom of that early form which moved upon its motion but among the thickest billows of that living storm i plunged and bared my bosom to the climb of that cold light whose airs too soon deform before the chariot had begun to climb the opposing steep of that mysterious dell behold a wonder worthy of the rhyme of him who from the lowest depths of hell through every paradise and through all glory love led serene who returned to tell the words of hate and awe the wondrous story how all things are transfigured except love for deaf as is a sea which wrath makes hoary the world can hear not the sweet notes that move the sphere whose light is melody to lovers a wonder worthy of his rhyme the grove grew dense with shadows to its inmost covers the earth was grey with phantoms and the air was peopled with dim forms as when there hovers a flock of vampire bats before the glare of the tropic sun bringing ere evening strange night upon some indian isle thus were phantoms diffused around and some did fling shadows of shadows yet unlike themselves behind them some like eaglets on the wing were lost in the white day others like elves danced in a thousand unimagined shapes upon the sunny streams and grassy shelves and others sat chattering like restless apes on vulgar hands some made a cradle of the ermined capes of kingly mantles some across the tire of pontiffs sat like vultures others played under the crown which girt with empire a baby's or an idiot's brow and made their nests in it the old anatomies sat hatching their bare broods under the shade of demon wings and laughed from their dead eyes to reassume the delegated power arrayed in which those worms did monarchize who made this earth their charnel others more humble like falcons sat upon the fist of common men and round their heads did soar or like small gnats and flies as thick as mist on evening marshes thronged about the brow of lawyers statesmen priest and theorist and others like discoloured flakes of snow on fairest bosoms and the sunniest hair fell and were melted by the youthful glow which they extinguished 
and like tears they were a veil to those from whose faint lids they rained in drops of sorrow i became aware of whence those forms proceeded which thus stained the track in which we moved after brief space from every form the beauty slowly waned from every firmest limb and fairest face the strength and freshness fell like dust and left the action and the shape without the grace of life the marble brow of youth was cleft with care and in those eyes where once hope shone desire like a lioness bereft of her last cub glared ere it died each one of that great crowd sent forth incessantly these shadows numerous as the dead leaves blown in autumn evening from a poplar tree each like himself and like each other were at first but some distorted seemed to be obscure clouds moulded by the casual air and of this stuff the car's creative ray wrought all the busy phantoms that were there as the sun shapes the clouds thus on the way mask after mask fell from the countenance and form of all and long before the day was old the joy which waked like heaven's glance the sleepers in the oblivious valley died and some grew weary of the ghastly dance and fell as i have fallen by the wayside those soonest from whose forms most shadows passed and least of strength and beauty did abide then what is life i cried end of section forty one the triumph of life thus left unfinished by percy bysshe shelley when he died Recording by Leonard Wilson of Springfield, Ohio.